This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. On the grains, the range of trade estimates for the February 9th USDA Supply Demand Report for the 2021 corn carryover are from 1.027 to 1.702 billion bushels. The average trade estimate is 1.382 billion, down from 1.552 billion in the last USDA estimate. I think that we'll get near the low end estimate of 1.027 billion sometime this year, but maybe not in this report. USDA has been waiting for Beijing to issue tariff reduction quotas publicly when calculating their estimates for export sales to China, and that was a key mistake. China was issuing them privately and not publicly. They were working for their market interests. USDA ought to try that once. Their methodology has favored end users and foreign export buyers, costing U.S. farmers billions from the tardy incomplete release of critically important market information. This has not been lost to the American Farm Bureau Federation, which established a working group that is engaging with USDA. China is going to take U.S. corn and soybean ending stocks down to pipeline supply, near a billion bushels for corn and 100 million bushels for soybeans. This is not a one-time purchase. They have a lot of Phase 1 two-year commitments yet to fulfill, which will keep them coming for U.S. commodities next year, making new crop future prices cheap. Cargill CEO said the prices have not gone high enough yet to ration consumption. I believe that he is right. The trade is looking for 121 million bushels for the soybean carryover, which is down to arguably what pipeline supply is. They have an armadura ships waiting to unload soybeans at Brazilian ports. These are soybeans that are still unharvested due to the wet conditions, so it could be a long wait building huge demerage costs. Some of that business is going to get shifted here, further depleting our ending stocks, so that to keep pipeline supply, we may have to import some next summer before our new crop. The USDA has run behind real-time life reality in every piece of data that they have put out over the last year. So why would that change now? The lag has benefited both end users and China at the expense of U.S. farmers. We, the trade, need to put less credence on USDA reports and more on real-time data. Those relying on just USDA are handicapped. Farm Futures says that their intended acreage survey found that farmers would plant 94.7 million acres of corn this year. That is higher than other estimates and higher than the 90 million last year. I think that it is difficult to increase corn acres that much without adding to corn on corn. I do not see farmers following through with that without a recovery in soil moisture levels in the western corn belt. Farm Futures says that they look for a 2.1 million acre increase in total wheat acres from last year to 46.4 million. They look for a smaller increase in soybean acres than many others of only 1.4 million to 84.5. If that is near correct, that would be another good reason to be long new crop. The soybean market would need to buy more acres than that. The dollar index was lower Friday with follow-through on Monday. An improving economy is good for the dollar, while rising inflation risks are not. Last week's highs in the dollar should be a good benchmark to sell against. Fund sources tell me they think that the Brazilian real is going to 4.5 to the dollar, 
It is now 5.37. If that happens, we'll win back a significant amount of the market share that we had lost to Brazil. And Brazilian farmers will be saying that Biden is the worst president that they've ever had. On the hogs, higher hog and lower pork prices have narrowed packer margins. If you were not hedged last year, do not hedge now. What I see farmers do is hedge after they've been badly burned and limit the recovery that they could have had after. The hog market should improve this year. What the futures market is arguing over is by how much. By comparison, beef packers have a record margin for this time of year. They begrudgingly added a dollar to last week's trade. They begrudgingly added a dollar to last week's cash trade, paying a dollar fourteen. February live cattle have a couple more dollars forecast being added. In April live cattle, almost ten more. Live cattle futures are not high enough for me to bet that they are too high yet. Funds think that there is more upside potential as the buyers. Beef prices have performed counter-seasonally, which sometimes signals unusual strength. Retail margins have tightened, favoring consumers. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.